Welcome back to Dial H for HeroClix. This is episode 203. My name is Chris Britton. I'm your host, and let's go. Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all of the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Well, welcome back again. Uh, joining me in the studio today is my sexy ranch hand co-host Calder Ness. What is going on, Calder? Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. I love that so much. Uh, it was a busy week. It was a huge week. So uh, I want to start off by asking you, Calder, what made you happy this week, man? You know what made me really happy? It was, it was Thursday. I was getting ready. I left the home early, and it was the last showing of Rampage, and I just oh, I had, had to see it, I tell you what. No, <laughs> uh, in, in, Infinity War made me happy this week. I think that's the pretty much the um, definitive answer to that question, at least for now. Yourself, yeah. Chris? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Infinity War was insane. I got to see it this morning. Uh, obviously, it came out on Thursday, and in the Indianapolis area, there are about 15 different theaters that are showing the movie. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, Jaylene and I were looking at every single one of these movie theaters, trying to find an open seat. There's a lot of assigned seating in Indianapolis, and it was like every single theater was either completely sold out, or there's a couple of random spots left, and they're all the way away from each other in the theaters, so... We had to watch Infinity War this morning at 11.30, and even then, it was packed. So, wow. Yeah, we, we showed up like 45 minutes early in order to get seats at 11.30 in the morning. So we got there just, uh, just before 11. It was, it was insane, man, but it was fantastic. And realistically, there was no amount of news that was going to come out this week that was going to make me want to talk about it when Infinity War came out. It was just insane. We are not going to spoil it. Uh, anything on it, just because it is—it's too amazing, honestly. Truly. Want to go into it now? But another thing that made me happy this week is we managed to finally—and it's been a long time coming—and I can't say that there's very many people, almost anyone that deserves to be on this show as much as our listener guest that we've managed to lock down this week, and that is going to be the man from Japan himself, Malcolm Rush. Welcome to the show, Malcolm. Ohayo gozaimasu. That's good morning. Uh, morning in Japanese. Sweet. Sweet. Most people know konnichiwa. <laughs> that's the one, yeah, that's, is that one word? Uh, yeah, konnichiwa is one word. Ohayo gozaimasu, that's the polite one, or you can just say Ohio. Ohio. I can do that. Hey, Seth, your state is For hello. Good morning. In, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, welcome to the show. Uh, we, Thank you. We have so many questions for you because you've been part of the Dial H community for literally years now. Uh, I actually, I think you've been part of Dial H longer than I've been part of Dial H. That's true. Uh, that, is, that, is, that is not a lot. Because lie. I'm old. All right, Malcolm, so we have a bunch of questions for you uh, since you have been here for as long as you have been. A lot of listeners know your name, didn't know your voice, but let's let's get to know you a little bit more. What got you into the game of Heroclix? When did you start playing? Well, I started, uh, I started with a, a friend of mine and his friend uh, got me into the game, and this was near the beginning. And the first uh, Heroclix I bought was uh, actually a Hyper, uh, Hyper Time Star set. 
which wow. uh, include a uh, uh, veteran Flash. <laughs> That's a, that was a long time ago. I was right there with you, though, basically, from the beginning. What, what is, what's going to be one of your favorite pieces in the game of HeroClix? Uh, when I was playing, uh, I liked the Ritual Kingdom Come uh, Superman. I because he was such a powerhouse, and uh, when I used to play with friend with my friend, we used to play big games. So nice to have big a big figure. <laughs> you have kind of been on the sidelines for a while, sadly, but what is your favorite like sculpt that you've like seen in the game? Oh, there's so there's been so many good sculpts, but the uh, the ones which uh, I'm really jealous right now is the, the giant figures of uh, recently because they looked so good uh, on the internet. Ooh, the Avengers Infinity War. That's, I mean, whatever. Avengers Infinity, blah. So, which one specifically? We're talking, like, Infinity, Eternity? Yeah, both of them are really good. I think the probably the best one right now, out of the new uh, new figures, uh, I, actually, I liked uh, the Tripeunior with the three heads. Uh, yeah, the there faces. it is. My man. Thank you. Uh, that's probably the Colossal I'm most hyped for. I hope that, uh, because what people don't know is, Calder and I both pre-ordered, you pre-ordered one, right? A, a brick? Yeah. Uh, I pre-ordered a brick. I really hope that we pull two of them, because awesome. I, I, I think both of us want that figure, but, um, I wanted to ask you, uh, Malcolm, a couple things about, how many hero clicks do you actually have over there in Japan? Now, I know that you have said before that there's basically no market for it over there in Japan, do you right. ac- actually oh, have some? Only two two times in one year, I actually saw them selling some hero clicks, and that was just a fluke. It was right. like, how did that end up here? Do you have hmm. enough to actually play, or did you just keep a couple of pieces? Uh, basically, when uh, I visit my mom in uh, Pocatá, Idaho. Oh, by the way, I'm from Vermont. Uh, oh. But my mom moved back to Pocatá, Idaho, and I, I tried to set up a, a game with a, the game from Rule of Three, but it did not work out, and they sent me a T-shirt and some hero clicks. They yeah. forgot to send me a map. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know what I found out? It's actually, and I found this out that the other day, it's not that expensive to send as things internationally. I've been sending out some stuff. The decals specifically uh, went one mm. went out to one went up to Canada one went out over to the United Kingdom so that's cool but you know I think we'll just go ahead and hook you up with a map man hashtag <laughs> maps for Malcolm Ma- maps for Malcolm we'll start a charity for maps for Malcolm yeah. <laughs> but, um, so uh, we'll get your contact information later on where to send that but we'll get you something man uh, for being there oh, in the community you. as long as you have been and the questions and all kinds of stuff that's why you got your own segment on the podcast sure i need to throw out a burner question real quick because i have been dying to know are you a subs or dubs man i don't know if you watch anime or not i, I guess i'm gonna assume uh, like an american uh, but uh dubs or subs yeah. like english dub or subtitles okay uh for me i watch the the tv shows in english but uh, once in a while you, know, you come across a TV show with uh, where they do the dub, and the one which I found the most funniest was uh, the old TV show Heroes. You know, one of the characters is J- Japanese, yeah. and now this what 
I began laughing so hard when they did this. They it was in dub version, and they, I realized that they had to dub the Japanese with Japanese. They didn't. They didn't just let it play out because it was actually Japanese. Because they did not want to have this. Uh, they two vo- different voices then for the same <laughs> character. But yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So, but it's still funny. That is pretty funny. Does that mean that you do not actually watch anime then? By the way, his name was Hero. I just remembered that that character's yeah, name was yeah. Hero. Um, I do watch a little anime, but most times I've just been so busy busy with work and stuff, and I've been trying to keep up with American TV shows too. <laughs> Are you keeping ah, up gotcha. on uh, the net? Do they have Netflix in Japan? Uh, yes, they do. Yeah, do they do have Hulu and Netflix. Do you watch the like the all of the Netflix Marvels TV shows? Yeah. Oh yes, I do. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Does it come out about the same time, or do you get it earlier or later? Well, for TV uh, for Netflix, it comes comes out at the same time. Movies and TV shows, that's a totally different story. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. You wanted to tell yes. me how expensive yeah. it is to go and watch a a movie in a theater oh, yeah. in Japan. Guess how much you think it costs. I don't even want to this guess is, because I, I was told is, one time it's like crazy expensive just to buy a watermelon. Whoa. <laughs> uh, what does it cost? Like 10 bucks on the high end to like $12 in the States. So I would say like maybe it's expensive, like 25 bucks for a movie ticket uh, or whatever translation to yen that is. Actually, it's $18. Oh, it's only 18 bucks. Oh, it's still yeah, more expensive. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, but uh, the thing is, that's not including IMAX or 3D or all that. That's just the regular price. Okay. Well, I saw a movie for six dollars and fifty cents this morning. (laughs) Lucky. So Uh, that's a little bit of bragging, but not uh, much, just because whatever. First of the month, you can uh, go to the movie theater for one thousand and one hundred yen, so eleven dollars. Only first of the month. Only Why? the first thing. <laughs> Why? I have no idea. It's well, Japan. Well, but the you thing know, is, if, the theater uh, which I go to, the theater which I go to is uh, Tohu Theater, which is owns by uh, owns the is the same movie company that owns Godzilla. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, and there is a picture that Malcolm sent us. Yeah. Of the uh, the actual theater itself, and it has got a gigantic Godzilla statue on it so we're gonna go ahead and put that in the show notes or yeah if we can or up on twitter facebook wherever because uh, it's actually pretty cool so this, and then, you know this oh. is supposed to be a hero clicks podcast but that's fine because i feel like people are learning things oh, yes. about japan that they would not have known because of you sir oh thank you <laughs> well uh as far as well, I guess Japan questions. I've got a million more, but for time's sake, we want to move on to the other stuff in the show. Uh, Calder, do you have anything else you want to ask before we move on? Uh, yes, I do. Just because my mind is slipping me. I used to know where's the nearest McDonald's in Japanese. Could you? I'm just going to ask you to say it just because I cannot remember it for life of me. Toko wa McDonald's desu ka? Love it. Thank you. Toko is where? What is the place by place? This is is and ka is the question mark. Ah, oh, question mark. Oh. All right. Well, 
last disclaimer, and I probably should have put this at the beginning of the episode, but I just it slipped to my mind. As you are well aware, Malcolm is in Japan, and a connection between the States and Japan via Skype is a little uh, tenuous at best. So if there comes a time where it's just cutting out and stuff, we're doing the best we can on that, but it is what it is, so uh, we'll, we'll just roll with it. That's what we do. But Dial H, uh, we're a podcast that likes to bring you up-to-date information about the game of Hero Clicks and other nerd-related content. Uh, that was the nerd-related content, but let's get into a couple of segments that we like to do here in the Dial H studio, fan favorites. Let's start off with a game called Bad Samaritan. Uh, this will give Calder time to pull up a random number generator. <laughs> You're actually correct, Chris. <laughs> I will explain the game of Bad Samaritan. If this is the first time that you've tuned into Dial H for Hero Clicks, what I've done is chosen three modern age figures. Uh, they are, let's see, the latest one. I'm sorry, the last. So the cutoff right now, as of right now, is going to be Nick Fury and Forward in Time. I have a list of clues in front of me, and Calder has a random number generator. Calder's going to give me a number, and I'm going to give him a, an associated clue off of this list. The numbers are 1 through 20, with 17 through 20 being free plays. So items on this list are going to be things like the team ability, point value, named keyword, such things. Uh, both of my contestants are going to have three guesses per character on what they can guess and see if they get it right. If they don't, I get a point. If they get it right... Uh, they get a point, and we'll see where we end up at the end. So, yeah, I know both of you guys know how to play. So, are you guys ready to go? Oh, yes. Absolutely. All right. Well, Calder, hit me with the first number for the first figure. Three, two, one, go. Nineteen. You say nineteen? Nineteen. Okay. Nineteen is a free play. Commonly Do chosen that. things in this are going that. to be uh, named keyword, uh, Range of number of bolts. Everybody loves to pick that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's a lie. Uh, how about set, uh, team ability, or uh, name keywords and stuff like that? So uh, what would you guys like to know about this figure? I say set. set. Yeah, see, you always do this little spiel, Chris, and like 90% of the time it's like, we're going to probably choose set. We are uh, getting listen. new listeners all the time, actually. <laughs> okay. You know, right, where yeah. we, you know where we are not getting new listeners from? I was looking at the uh, the graphics for and all of the... Statistics from Podbean, Vermont. So I blame you, Malcolm Rush, in your oh, home wow. state, Ooh. Vermont. Hey, we don't have one hey, single listener in, Vermont in for the 12 state years. of Vermont. <laughs> a single? Well. Pretty much every, I, every other state has listeners, with the exception of Vermont. And I don't understand. I'm sorry. Uh, I left. All right, left all right. So uh, once I give these clues... <laughs> To you guys, uh, we do encourage the listener to pause the podcast, see if you can guess what it might be. <coughs> Press play on the podcast. So your clue is going to be the set. The set is going to be uh, Star Trek. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm Let's gonna have to see. call this one early. Uh, probably not gonna get it. I'm just gonna say Gorn though, just because that's like <laughs> the first Star Trek thing. Is that the only one I'm you know? I'm gonna say Tribbles. I think so, yeah. Okay, all right. We got Gorn and Tribbles locked in for both of the gentlemen playing. And it looks like, oh, my gosh, it looks like the answer is... That is an incorrect answer, Man. by the way. All right, let's move God. on to clue number two. That'll be 11. 11 is name of trait. 
And this figure has no traits. Oh, that would actually have been really helpful. He always no. does that, I noticed. Ah, <laughs> uh, this could be... Most of the generics probably had, like, Romulan or Starfleet traits. So I gotta think yeah, they all do. As I said, I haven't played Heroclix so long, but I do know enough of the Star Trek that most of the... A lot of the sets have traits in it, so... <sighs> Wait, did the, the Horta have a trait or not? You're asking the wrong guy, I hate to say. <laughs> like, ah, you can go for it, because I can barely think of characters that are even in this set, let alone some specifics. Uh, I would go with Horta. That sounds that was a big pile of goo, right? Look like rocks yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, I think it just had a special defense power, I guess. Um, I'm trying as I said, uh, yeah, I don't play the game, so I don't know which ones have traits. But yeah, that's... I'm going to go Beyond that AC realm, studying, uh, let me... Says me, I guess. Did, uh, Malcolm, you have an answer? What was that? Did you have an answer? Horta. Horta. All right, locked in for Horta with Malcolm. Calder. I mean, I don't know. Lieutenant Kyle, I guess. All right. <laughs> Locked in for Lieutenant Kyle. Survey says... <laughs> Moving on to clue number three. Hit me with it. Number ten. Number ten is name of special power. Okay, so... I'm going to augment the name of the special power just a little bit because it actually says the name of the character in the special power. So, I don't know. All right, yeah, that's fine. Blank do not argue for reasons. They simply argue. Hmm. Were the clans? No. It was at that point that one of our listeners, at least one, yeah. was like, I know this figure! <laughs> well, remember, uh, I don't play hero clips that off, uh, cannot play, so it's... I'm going to be really bad at this game. We got to get you started on that roll twenty, Malcolm. We got to get you, yes. get you on that. Well, I need a map. No, roll twenty. You pull up. You pull up any maps you want. Uh, uh, so we'll, we got you on the roll twenty thing. Anyways. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? Did you say blank or blanks, Chris? Uh, I said blank. As in, I, I feel like I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give you a little person. bit of information here. I'm gonna guess that. The name itself is both singular and plural, like deer. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to say blanks with an S. Just blank, okay. and, it, and it'll cover both. Uh, All right. All right. So it's one of the species. I think people say Klingons, though. Same thing with, like... Wow, I'd say I can't even name any of the other alien species. Romulans. Romulans, uh, those are plural. Uh, whatever Spock is, I think that's plural. Uh, Vulcans. Vulcans, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. man, you guys are narrowing down the set. I shouldn't have given you that good of a clue. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Uh, Try not to. I'll go. I wish, if I had watched any Star Trek, I would know. <sighs> well, 
Well, uh, if you want, you can watch uh, Star Trek The Next Generation in Japanese. It's been airing on Sundays. Uh, <laughs> spend my Sundays watching Star Trek in Japanese. There you go. I, uh, man, Chris, this is this is the last this is the last clue too. So I want to go with time. If I say Romulus, does they cover all the Romulans or not, or have to be precise? I mean. Um, in a way, it sort of does and sort of doesn't. I don't, I don't know. <sighs> Any guesses, guys? Where's Romulans. See, I'm... <laughs> Are you guessing Romulans, uh, Malcolm? Yes. Okay, locked in for Romulans. What about you, Calder? I, see, alien. I don't, like, I can't... Thanks, it's okay, man. Your week was I, already I, made when uh, you saw Infinity War. Just yeah, all many. right. You know, then I'm just going to say Klingons because I can't think. All right, locked in for Klingons. Survey says... <laughs> zero, one, one, eleven. That was two just different ways of saying the same thing. Tellerite. 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 said... The name of the, the special power is Tellerite. Do not argue for reasons. I, I assume that that is plural. Because it says real name Gav and Various. So. Well, all right. Thanks, Gav. Okay. I will. I'll take that point. Thank you. Nom nom. Yeah, Let's move yeah, on yeah, to yeah. figure number two. How about you hit me with a number, Calder? Number nine. Number nine is range and number of bolts. We have five range. And one bolt. That's wow. Most what, a, what a gracious host you are. <laughs> hey, you're the one that gave me the number. You blame your random number generator. <laughs> oh, Google random number generator. How dare you, random.org. You cursed me for the last time. Um, <laughs> random numbers, my only weakness. Let's <sighs> uh, see. You know, I know I'll for a fact... Uh, Locked in for Batman, keeping the joke alive. Uh, I'm gonna, I know for a fact uh, Dale Suderman has five range, so I'm going to go with Dale Suderman. Okay. Dale Suderman locked in with Calder. Survey says... <laughs> Moving on to clue number two. That'll be number 12. Number 12, any special combat symbols? There are none. <laughs> I'm having no luck today. Oh, I love you too, Chris. Thanks, bud. Don't you keep blaming me. Don't blame me. <laughs> um, That's Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, Malcolm he? says Spider-Man. Locked in. Spidey's not a half bad guess, actually. Um, Man. Oh, man. I want to try to... I think this next clue is going to be... Has got to give it away. But I can't remember if she had Indomitable or not, but I'm going to go with Duchess. Duchess. All right. Locked in. Duchess from the Harley Quinn said. Uh, survey says. All right. Last clue. Last clue. Here we go. <coughs> Generate something good. Ooh, 18. 18 is a free play. What would you like to know? Let's do set because. Yeah. Go with set. Okay. All right. The set will be the Uncanny X-Men. Okay, X-Men. See. Okay. See. 
What's the rain for Chamber? Oh, that was... That's the new X-Men. That is Xavier, okay. and he has seven range. Okay. Uh, this is the this is the old one that's about oh, to get rotated out here come June. So this is like the 50-point Cyclops, Wolverine, Storm. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's none of them, of course. They all have special symbols, and Wolverine doesn't have range. But uh, who had range? There was, like, John Greycrow, and what there was... Storm? Storm had range, but she also had flight ability. That's the thing. So no special combat symbols. There was the dude that looked like Santa Claus in the rare slot. I'm pretty sure he had no special combat symbols. And he had, like, mediocre range. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The dude that looked like Santa Claus? He has, like, white hair, and he's wearing a red suit. It's like, he's, like, Crimson something. Crim I don't Crimson know. Commando? Crimson Commando. There you okay, go. Okay, all right. We had a lizard uh, that was like, every time I play this, it does work. I can't remember who that was. His leadership that gives that stuff? I mean, if that does work, I'm impressed, but never worked for me. <laughs> and I Santa love Santa Claus looking dude. Okay. He looks like Santa Claus, man. Don't 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 knock him. He's got the white hair. See. Alright, do we have uh guesses? You guys want to keep yes. talking it out? I want to keep talking it out because I'm trying to stall here so for my brain to like work. I'm trying to remember who had since I that set. Let's see. Wait. Was Havoc in there? Oh, no. you know what? I'm going to go with the rare, the, this rare chick who was, I, I think I specifically bought her because she had a weird keyword. I'm going to go with Vertigo. I think she had like five. Oh, oh maybe the, uh, yeah, you're right, the Marauders. Uh, Marauders. Uh, so, see, Harpoon what had one? six. I know that. Uh, what was another Marauder? John Greycrow was a Marauder. I think he had six, though, too, because he had a huge what's, gun. What's the one with the, the tie, the tied, tight? Uh, what's the name? He was like Tidal Wave. I don't really know what his name was, but uh, the Free Folk Wave guy. Ty. He was tied something. Tied something. Yeah. I don't remember the name. I cannot. He remember. he like he had the same weird tornado sculpt as. See now I can't even think of that other guy's name. But the one dude. What? The one what's that, the name? <laughs> I, I'm enjoying this a little bit, but if you guys want me to Wait. step in and answer, okay. then I might yeah, be able to. Yeah, what's the name? Okay, so are you talking about Tide Hunter? Tide Hunter? Nah, screw you, Chris. I figured it out. <laughs> I, I, I oh man! You know, I thought I we might... were friends. Friends, but I this might go is with Mystique. She is a French. I know that for sure. I played against enough Mystique teams. To know that that bloody character has six range, and I hate her. Ah. Okay, okay, okay. So hold on, are we, let's so go that, back. So Calder, did you did you settle have, on Vertigo? I'm locked in for Vertigo. I'm okay. like pretty locked, sure it's her. Locked in for Vertigo. Locked in for Vertigo. Okay, Malcolm. Okay. Uh, wait. Did uh, was there an Archangel in there or not? No, wait. No flight. No Sorry. Archangel. Uh, see who? Oh, uh, I'm trying to remember which. Professor X, no. Uh, trying to remember which. Ah, uh, I'm going. Okay. Got any suggestions? Suggestions? You know, I'm trying to need more five range kind of characters. I don't remember if Warpath or like Warpath's brother. I don't know no, if Warpath, one of them. I know that he's no, pretty Warpath, top. But not. Warpath is more close combat. That might have range. Like there were a few Cyclops Wait, in that. Oh. 
Jubilee was not in that set. She was in this most recent one. Oh, okay. Trying to think who else was uh, who else is in who's inside that set? Ah You know, there was there was a fifty point Magneto I think had low amount of range. That real that like, I might as well go with Magneto. Magneto, is that what you want to go with? Yeah. I'll All go right. with that one. All right, locked in with Magneto on Malcolm's end and Vertigo on Calder. Survey says <laughs> Uh, you guys went through a very large portion of this set and still did not even mention it one time. <laughs> zero, zero, 007, Genosian Magistrate. Oh, man. I would Generics. like to point out that I have actually used this character in Bad Samaritan before. <laughs> Chris, that's got to be cheating. I don't know, I'm calling cheating on that one. <laughs> All right, I have two points. This could be it. <laughs> Let's move on to figure number three. Hit me with the first clue. Can't be so. Uh, number four. Rath. Number four <coughs> is set number. The set number is 14. 14. So, okay, Kyle. Wow, thank you. Really, uh, um, let's see. I was hoping it would actually be a, like how we got it last time, where it was the WizKids number, blah, blah, blah. That would have been awesome. Have you been uh, studying up on the WizKids numbers? On the yeah, I've actually been kind of looking at some of those Connolly figures to try to try to get a bit better at them. Let you know, you know, there's a first for everything, and I guess that was that was like the end all be all. We're gonna bring this guy up like once. Let's see, set number fourteen. So now I'm trying to like think who was the uh, maybe still probably common, most likely an uncommon at that point for a set. I'm tempting to go with Joker just because. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good work. I mean, it's not like you guys are getting very good clues. I have to say that. I I would definitely not already have two points if it weren't for your guys' bad clues. So. Very true. Yeah. Only thing good was the sets, and that. <laughs> I'm going with the Joker. Okay. Locked in with the Joker from Malcolm Calder. You know. I'm gonna go with Batman. Batman! Alright, I like the duo you guys got going in here. Locked in for Batman. Survey says... Second clue. Dang, rats. That was such... <laughs> I really thought that was the one, too, Chris. Uh, <laughs> this was it. How could I be wrong? Yeah, generate again. got the same one. 16. Uh, 16. Opening damage power. Opening damage power is... Shape change. Should it change? Should I just go back with the mystique? Yeah. There you go. Uh, sadly, she's a rare. Um, yeah, probably rare. Uh, start with shape change. Zero number 14. Uh, uh, Spider-Man said, were there any characters for shape change? With you know, there was uh, Black Mamba, but I'm pretty sure she was like right away in the set almost like under the tens i, okay. I love the service society but i'm trying to think of spider-man most of the spider-man figures they didn't really give them shape change unless they were super rares or chases they mostly just gave all the little ones like super senses and that was it try to think of character set number 14 with shape change change let's see 
Man. Oh. Eh, oh. What's the creature from Star Trek? M. M. Uh, the Fault Monster. Uh, the Fault Monster. What's the official name? Oh, that's so uh, way beyond me. I don't. Yeah, but uh, that'd probably be higher up in range. Uh, uh, pr- probably higher up in numbers. So. No. Fourteen. Yeah, fourteen. I mean, that could be from a big set. It could also be from a uh, gravity feed. Small. I never think about that. That's very true. Oh, but like, what's a, see, uh, what's a turtle? Uh, which, uh, which turtle figure has shape change? I think nobody did. And like, <laughs> no, I say nobody. I mean, like, physically, the person named nobody. That I'll sounds, take that one. Uh, he was weird. He was. He like wore all black. I was gonna say, man, because. Uh, Squirrelinoid has shape change. I'm oh, just throwing uh, that out there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I don't want to ever, ever even think about Squirrelinoid in my entire life <laughs> ever again. Please, Chris. Wait, wait. Okay, I'll, I'll go with that one. Wait, really? <laughs> no, no. No, uh, no, nobody. Don't, don't, don't go into this. Okay. okay. <laughs> here. He's he done Squirrelinoid before. Ah, I've, I've also done Genosian Magistrate before. That is true, and I, I don't know how I feel about this. This taking insane people stuff. Okay, um, I will go with uh, with the one you just said. Squirrel. Uh. Squirrelinoid. Okay. Yes. Okay. Locked in for Squirrelinoid on Malcolm. Malcolm's end. What about you, Calder? You know what? I've been kind of thinking about these sets, and I'm going to go with Silhouettes from Civil War. Silhouette from Civil War. All right. Locked in with From Calder. Survey says. I am going to pull her up, though, real quick, just because I'm curious. What number was she? See, if I knew, I probably wouldn't. 19. 19. She was 19. Okay. Um, all right. Let's get the last clue. All right. 13. Did you say 13? I said 13. Uh, opening movement <coughs> power, and that's going to be. Stealth. Stealth and shape change. Mystique. She had she had sidestep. No, she had sidestep. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I, I gotta tell you, I hate mystique teams, and that's that's how I know, and that's that's my burden, my curse, if you will. I can't. <laughs> ah, it's probably someone from like Harley Quinn or Joker's Wild, and I just don't know and don't care. I see. Hmm. See, which... Who in the world? I know Cable for sure was number 14. I've looked at Cable how many times, especially when I had Rochelle made his team. I'm like, oh my god. What? Oh my god, okay, okay. So there are actually, I looked it up, there are actually quite a few figures that have top dial shape change and stealth and fall within what would approximately be the commons slot. <laughs> So I think this is actually super hilarious. Oh, I appreciate it so much. Thank <laughs> uh, Is that your answer? Locked in with Malcolm? Uh, I'm trying to think of something. Uh, wait, did Nightwing ever had a shape change? For like a disguise? Nightwing, no. Because the two Nightwings they did make, he didn't. He never got shape change. Okay. Ah, uh, see, 
I know it's not. Stealth and shape change. See, it can't be that Superman that has stealth and shape change because that was all a special power. So I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah. Black Panther. He would have stealth, but not shape change. Don't uh, let Don't let me get this close and cheat. All right. I'm not I, cheating. I'm so, I'm so close. Uh, I wish we would have got like, I don't know. Set really wouldn't have even helped because even then it's like so blind. Uh, stealth. Well, Shape stealth change. is uh, you can't see know. them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Boo! Boo! Bad jokes. Boo. Man. Sorry. I don't like my jokes are any better ever, but okay. Uh, oh, you know what? Just because. Undead. Nick Fury, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm going to go with the uh, the paranormal detective guy. Paranormal Undead. detective? Yep. Undead. 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 Um, Ooh. Uh, that is an option? That would be like a, a rare? An undead? So. Yeah, who, who was a rare? There was like the Belphegor demon, uh. Werewolf, there was, um... Werewolf? Oh, wait, There weren't any zombies in wait, the rare did slot. Did werewolf have change or not? There was Bob Marley. A, I mean, a werewolf... I don't remember. See, I think it, it was Werewolf Alpha, so he had, like... I don't know, did he have the gun power, or was it the other werewolf that had the gun power? I don't... I can never remember. Bob Marley was a rare. He might have had stealth and shape change. I know all he did was float through people, so... Okay, luckily, yeah, I'll go with Bob Marley. Uh, Mr. Marley, is that locked yes. in for for uh, yes. Malcolm? And Calder, did you lock in as the investigator? Yes, the S.H.I.E.L.D. paranormal investigator. All right. Survey says... Oh, I did it! <laughs> I finally won! I finally swept that Samaritan! Hold on, I got something. Oh my gosh. I did it. Alright, nothing nothing in life can get any better than this. I quit the podcast, Calder, it's all yours. Uh, uh, it's better to it's better to I'm okay. sorry I let you down. <laughs> oh man. Ooh, okay, alright. Who was it? For all of you that thought that this would never happen, I just wanna thank everyone that was capable of bringing this moment to me. Thank you, Calder. Thank you, Malcolm. There's literally no one else to thank, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> All right, 014 from World's Finest is going to be Druid. Oh, my gosh. Of course. <laughs> I uh, opened HC Realms this week and said, all generics? Yeah, all generics. And it finally worked. <laughs> Ah, this is of course, landmark, guys. Just remember, you you won against someone who don't play hero clicks. Uh, clicks. Don't diminish this for me, uh, yeah, Malcolm. Yeah, no, that's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna agree with you, Malcolm. Like, like, like. <laughs> no, don't take this away from me. It's been like a year and a half. All right. Uh. All right, but uh, we should probably play this to get out of Bad Samaritan. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next segment in the show, and that is going to be casual comparisons. 
Casual Comparisons is a segment where we've chosen, and by we I mean the guest on the show, which is Malcolm, has chosen a character. <clears throat> we are going to talk about the same universe iteration of that character that has been clicked at least three times. Uh, we're going to go through a little bit of the dials and talk about the character themselves. Uh, then we're going to vote and see which is going to be the official Dial H for Heroclix um, casual comparisons winner and that version of the character that we like. So we are going to be covering Nightcrawler uh, this week. And if you don't know who Nightcrawler is, I expect everyone to know who Nightcrawler is at this point. He's such a long-standing character in the not in the comic book world, but also in the game of Hero Clicks because he's been around since clobbering time. Um, but we'll get into that. A little bit about Nightcrawler. We got a blue fuzzy elf guy with teleportation powers. He's got a uh, prehensile tail. He's German. I love him. He's got the heart of an angel, and sometimes he's a pirate. That's pretty much all you need to know about uh, Nightcrawler. But he's also one of the first of uh, the second generation of mutants in giant size. Uh, X-Men number one with uh, Storm and Colossus and a couple other characters. Like, He's uh, also like the best part of X2. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. That, that oh. scene, I actually watched that like a couple weeks ago because someone linked it on Reddit or something. I watched the whole scene again and I was like, this actually holds up. This is pretty good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You mean the yeah. opening when he's going to kill the president? Yeah, no, it was, it was fantastic. Mm, Definitely great. one of the better uh, openings for a movie. <laughs> All right, well, we have all chosen a version of Nightcrawler to cover, and we're just going to go ahead and let Malcolm start off. Malcolm, why don't you tell us which Nightcrawler hero clicks you chose, and uh, tell us about it and why you just like the figure itself. Well, I'm going to go with the original, Cobra Time 085, uh, because uh, he was one of the most salt uh, figures uh, when hero clicks started. Uh, people went crazy trying to find this because this was the first hero, uh, Marvel hero click, which had hyper, uh, hypersonic. Huh. Uh, not only that, but it started off with 14 speed top dial, which was awesome. Uh, oh, yes. And now, remember, and remember you, back in the day, hyperspeed, uh, uh, hyper uh, uh, you could have done a mobile attack with it. Back then. Yeah, yeah. Back then, uh, when people were using this, you had modal choices that you could make with hypersonic speed. One of which is you could make more than one attack per turn, as long as the character was standing still. And you added, what was it? You added one to their defense for every subsequent attack that you made. And then if you yes. kept, if you and you uh, you locked your damage value at one. This is way before wording that used the word lock. And you just made your damage value one. You roll. If you hit, you got to roll again. They keep increasing wow. their defense. By the way, the rule of three did not exist back then. Oh, my so, goodness. So their defense was just like, I mean, um, now, granted, back then you had figures that were like 14, 15 defense top dial. So you could actually hit like five, six, seven times in a row, and you could get through with like seven damage. But it was just like, did your dice decide to be nice to you or not. That would and be also, insanely impressive. Also, uh, uh, this one, uh, the original one had 18 uh, super, uh, sorry, super senses uh, for a top dial, which was uh, very good for back then. This figure back then when it came out, it, it still brings the nostalgic feels for me. This was, like Malcolm said, one of the most sought out 
characters in the game of Hero Clicks for sure. Uh, At back one time then it was like seventy dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on eBay, it was going for an easy seventy dollars, and that was after it actually went down in price. Uh, when it first came out, this figure was going for. Do you remember when it first came out? It was going for like probably like a hundred and thirty, oh. hundred and fifty dollars easy. Yeah. A friend of mine so, actually bought it online, and I'm like, no, I'm not spending that much money. <laughs> yeah, and keep in mind, this is back when individual packs were seven dollars. And there were so, four, uh, four figures uh, in each booster. So this is definitely like the granddaddy of uh, hypersonic speed in the Marvel universe. And then, as far as Nightcrawlers go, this was a fantastic Nightcrawler. So oh yeah, yeah, fourteen uh, moves mid. Yeah, sure. The attack is only two, but uh, most uh, uh, most of the people had toughness or no defense, so oh, damn it. Yeah. that was not much. Plus, then you had uh, armor piercing, which uh, helped make it even deadlier. Oh yeah, the feet armor piercing was good stuff. Back like then. precision strike, pretty much. Yes, doctor. Like feats are not of my time. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, this figure was only eighty-three points, so I, you could definitely get it on a team. And then it also had the X-Men team ability. So oh, yeah. you, you could get him healed up and stuff with your X-Men teams. Now, this is before keywords existed. So you just there was no pro or con to running a team of whoever you wanted to run on a team. Like, there's a pro now. So and, you just... Uh, the dial seven clicks, too, plus five of them was hypersonic. Yeah, this is good stuff. So, now, his attack drops like crazy, but it is actually, like, the sculpt is still pretty cool. Uh, oh, yeah. and if you guys have never seen this, this is just like one of the best figures that was made back then. Even back then when all a lot of the other figures, their sculpts were just horrible, you could look at Nightcrawler and people would be like, well, this looks really cool. So, Oh, yeah. All right. Any last thing you want to say about uh, that? Well, oh, first of all, uh, they did add keywords to this figure later. Yeah, Marcharis and Ultimate. Alright, so you if you have this figure, you can still play this figure on an X-Men keyworded team. But uh, is there anything else you want to say about this figure before we move on, Malcolm? Uh, but, uh, besides uh, the 14 uh, uh, speed, uh, this is definitely one of uh, uh, one of the more funner figures trying to get hold of back then. Yeah, if you got this, it was like Christmas and you know in the middle of the month, so it was fantastic. But let's move on. Calder, you chose a Nightcrawler. Who did you pick? Yes, absolutely. I chose the Days of Future Past 009 Nightcrawler. He's clocking in uh, kind of around the same mark as Malcolm's 80 points. He's got no special common symbol, zero range. X-Men team ability. He has Excalibur, Martial Artist, and X-Men. An awesome trait that I like for Nightcrawler is he can use combat reflexes and ESD. So with that top dial, 17, rocking a 19 from close or far. And he's got a special damage power, and he also has a special speed power for his first few clicks, mixed in with some flurry late dial, and then he has precision strike up front, some blades mixed in. And then on click three to, through six, he has some willpower, which is pretty sweet. So I'm just going to go start with his special speed power. Go, you know, go to the Burst of Flame and Stench of Brimstone. Nightcrawler can use face and teleport. When he does, he can use a carry ability. And if he moves six squares or less after resolutions, he may make a close combat attack as a free action. Absolutely love it. And then his special damage power on his first two and last two clicks is everywhere at once. Once per attack, if Nightcrawler is attacked, he can use probability control. 
his power can't be countered or ignored. So he's kind of poofing around. I, I like the way they chose to use his teleportation in this and how hard it is to hit somebody who is always, you know, bamfing all over the map. So, yeah, that's my Nightcrawler. And he's also, I really, really uh, like this Nightcrawler. So. Uh, interesting thing about Nightcrawler figures. Uh, like I said, he is a pirate. Um, and there are going to be some people like, yeah, he was a pirate a long time ago. He's not really a pirate anymore. I will counter that with the fact that he will just randomly pick up swords in modern day comics. I remember reading an X-Men comic that came out in like 2017 and he's like still running around with a sword every once in a while. He even mentions like, I was a pirate once upon a time. So weird things about Nightcrawler. They almost never give him the pirate keyword, uh, which is dumb, but they do give him a sword sometimes in his sculpts, which is awesome, and I like that. But they also don't give him blades, claws, and fangs on a lot of his dials. Yeah, I don't when he has that. The <laughs> so I don't know how that. Maybe there's just not like a communicative line between sculpt design and dial design when it comes to the production of these things at at WizKids. But they just do weird things with Nightcrawler. Um, mm. So uh, the Clobber in Time one has a sword, no blades. The one that Calder chose, Days of Future Past, has no sword, has blades, <laughs> whatever. Um, oh, so it it reminds will... me of the old indie clips where they had to have figures with guns with zero range. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That... Are you... yeah, I know what you're talking about. That chick with the two Uzis. Yes. I know who you're talking about can't remember her name, but yeah. Uh, okay, well, let's move on to one of the probably most used versions of Nightcrawler that has ever been made. And if you are a longtime Heroclix player, you knew this was going to be in casual comparisons the second you heard Nightcrawler. That is going to be the Web of Spider-Man, number 47, Nightcrawler. Uh, as far as the sculpt goes, I believe this is the one from the let's see, 2001 run of uh, the X-Men. So, man, that feels so... It's a different sculpt. Long away. So long away. Yeah, it's a completely different sculpt. No no sword has blades. Just pointing that out. Uh, <laughs> but we have zero range, 86 points, X-Men team ability, uh, Excalibur, martial artist, and X-Men keywords. Has a top dial special speed and defense power. The speed power is called teleportation evacuation, which is just really fun to say, honestly. Uh, Nightcrawler can use hypersonic speed, stealth, and the carry ability. When Nightcrawler uses hypersonic speed, a target hit by a close combat attack may be placed adjacent to Nightcrawler after the power action resolves. Uh, he also has, I forgot to mention this, he has a trait called Extra Dimensional Teleportation. Night, man, Nightcrawler has really cool named powers. I just want to point that out. Sure. Uh, Nightcrawler ignores the effects of terrain and characters on movement. That I, I forgot to mention that, and then as I was reading the hypersonic speed and give, gave him stealth, I was like, oh, except for you can't ignore him. Yeah, you can. So there's that. Huh. And then top dial, he has 19 defense with BAMF, which is a trademarked onomatopoeia by Marvel Comics. I think it's super funny. Nightcrawler can use super senses. When he uses super senses to evade an attack, you may immediately move him up to half of his speed value. His speed value is 14, so you can move him seven squares away. Also, it should be pointed out, one of the reasons why this character was so ridiculously broken, you don't need line of fire. 
you don't need it to be uh yeah you basically just port behind walls <laughs> port behind walls and uh then they can't get you and that's pretty cool nightcrawler ignores the effects of terrain on movement so you just hide behind walls and then port through the walls hit them and then run behind the walls again it's really stupid dumb but to even make it a little bit worse is the fact that he has shape change top dial so yes a figure with super senses shape change has never been good in the game of hero clicks so i want um, to hate this nightcrawler because of this, <laughs> how many games i've had to play against this guy and okay that, that's fair that's fair but think about nightcrawler as a character what does he do in the comics it, yeah he teleports i mean like yeah he's annoying that's that's his goal but he's exceptionally annoying he ports in he punches, kick, most likely kicks somebody in the face or slaps them in the face with the tail, which I imagine to realistically be more, like, reprehensible. Like, I'd be more offended by getting hit by his tail than getting kicked in the face. And then he just disappears. And you're like, <coughs> anyone trying to hit him, they never can hit him. It's fantastic. So I, <laughs> that car is such a cool character. I love him. And the fact that he looks like a blue devil makes it even better because he's such a good person in the comic books. Such a good guy. Such a good guy. You know, Catholic priest, and it's like he looks like the devil. Like, come on, people. Such I mean, nice granted, his his like dad is an actual devil thing. I don't I don't even know what he is anymore. It's been so long since I've read his stuff, but uh, you 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 knew he was gonna end up looking really weird when his dad's. Looks like Beelzebub and yeah, Mystique. Yeah, you're not wrong. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yep. So, uh, all right. Is there anything uh, that either one of you want to say about any uh, three of these figures? Okay. Well, uh, just a quick side note. Uh, the Fantastic Force is for Sculpt. I think that's uh, probably the best one to show the teleport uh, power for the Sculpt. But besides okay, that... So if you're not familiar with the Fantastic Forces sculpt, do go look it up. There's not really any good way to explain this. But it looks like uh, a puff of smoke cloud going on and random limbs popping out of it. That's yeah. the best I can do. It's a crazy honestly. sculpt. It is, it is. insanely it's... crazy. Uh, but it is really cool. I will give them that. Now, the the veteran, the Fantastic Version, Fantastic Four, fan, let's try that again. Fantastic Forces <laughs> versions of Nightcrawler were not good, like, at all when they came out, nope. especially compared to the fact that they came out r not too long after Clobber in Time, so all the people that wanted Clobber in Time Nightcrawler couldn't get their hands on it. Then they're like, oh, a new Nightcrawler. Oh, he's horrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a slap yeah. in the face. That's why I picked yeah. Clobber Time over of Tasha Forces, because Clobber Time was better than that, uh, than that sword. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Connor, do you have anything you want to say? You know, uh, no, uh, one more thing. I want to give an honorary mention to the 60-point rare pirate, like the actual pirate Deadpool who has the pirate keyword and he's got the sword and he's got the bandana. He's, like, really cool and kind of accurate. He just does not teleport very well. That's my only problem with him. Um, but that's about a different Nightcrawler. Otherwise, I would have picked this pirate Nightcrawler specifically. But, you yeah, know, just I want to give an honorable mention to that. Uh, besides that, uh, pick my... Uh, <laughs> You, you see all these Nightcrawlers, they all have X-Men martial artists, and then me and yours have uh, Excalibur. So it's very interesting how they've always been very consistent with Nightcrawler, giving him X-Men martial artists Excalibur. Okay. Don't know why they ability. did not include Excalibur when they retro the keywords for Clobber Time. That's what I was trying to figure out, too. I was like, that's weird. 
Okay, I did go ahead and click through every Nightcrawler ever made, and the only one with the pirate keyword is the one you just mentioned. Yeah, hello? Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. Everything oh, cut out for me. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, you guys just cut so out for a second. I'll, I'll go ahead and say that again. The only one ever made with the pirate keyword is the one that Calder just mentioned. So that's fun. Let's get on to the voting aspect of casual comparisons, and we'll go ahead and start off with you, Malcolm. I like Slobber Time, but uh, Weber, uh, Weber Spider-Man is definitely the best one. It, three points more than Clobber Time and does a lot, uh, so much more. Well, keep in mind, we are going for actual accuracy of the character itself, not just the hero click. Right, but uh, uh, it helps... Uh, uh, one thing with the original one, it did not had the teleport as uh, they tried to do it with hypersonic, uh, but because of uh, no special traits or things back then, they could not do both with phasing right. and stuff. Fair so, enough. All right. Malcolm says, uh, Web of Spider-Man. Calder, what about you? You see, I don't want to vote for Web of Spider-Man. <laughs> but you, I don't. Uh, you, but you know you will. But but I know I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> yes. I I like my Nightcrawler. I'm not going to lie. I like the way they did his defense. I like the way they did all this stuff. But the teleporting and the running away and how all that works is just, it's so good. Uh, the only thing I would do for Obis Spider-Man is like a sculpt swap, and maybe. And yeah, uh, sadly. Okay. With if you great... do sculpt sculpt, which one would it be? Um, you know, the older Nightcrawlers are, for something, for some reason, really expensive to get a hold of. Uh, mm. So it would probably be either, if I can find a cheap version of the Wolverine and the X-Men one, or I would just do, like, the rare Nightcrawler from Uncanny X-Men, because those would probably be the cheapest to get a hold of. Um, as cool uh, as Fantastic Forces is, I think that's going a little bit over uh, my value corner price range, and the Clobbering Town Nightcrawler... Even the... Even the, the even the rookie. Uh, that actually might be cheaper, but you know, yeah, I would probably sculpt something with the rookie if it was pretty cheap. Remember, uh, all three are the same uh, sculpts. So I know, but like, I like, to, I like to keep it at like the the under two bucks. You know, I'm a cheap, I'm a cheap guy. <coughs> That's the name. Yes, <laughs> my vote is for the ugh, the Web of Spider-Man Nightcrawler. <laughs> all right, well. Uh, if I were to do a sculpt swap, which I would actually do on this as well, I would probably just go ahead and put the Nightcrawler from Uncanny X-Men 44, the pirate one. I just like pirate uh, Nightcrawler. It I think he's cool. cool. Uh, I always love how he has like a nice rapier sword. They always give him a rapier. Have you noticed that? Like, every time they give him a sword, it's never, like, a scimitar or anything like that. Swashbuckling, whatever sword. It's always Yeah, it's, it's sweet, so I really like it. But, um, so that's cool. But, uh, as far as the voting goes, I'm just hands down, it's got to be the Web of Spider-Man. Nightcrawler, he's too good. It is an accurate representation of what the character really does in the comics. So, pick up uh, an X-Men comic book. You'll see real quick why we voted for this one, so... Uh, Web of Spider-Man 047 Nightcrawler, you are our official Dial H for Hero Clicks Casual Comparison. It is decided. You have it is decided. Gattaca! <laughs> Gattaca! That, by the way, if no one out there knows where that came from, that's going to be from the show The League, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. 
It is not appropriate for children in any way, shape, or form. So don't watch, don't watch it with children. But if you're an adult and you have a dirty sense of humor like I do, go watch it. It's amazing. Uh, oh. And I don't even like fantasy football. Uh, well, I'm so right confused. Well, <laughs> well, with Japan, some of the anime, uh, uh, it's like I can't believe that uh, uh, they put this on an anime show. Hey, that's like half the animes. <laughs> a lot of them, yeah. Oh. Uh, okay, well, I went to uh, I went to Hakuhara uh, area in, to- in Tokyo, and there's a, a, a big building with a lot of sculpt- sculptures with uh, some of the figures, and some uh, I'm like, wow, some of these figures definitely Ooh. risque. Yeah, if you go to like a you know comic convention or something, you see those figurines they have set out, you're like, dear dear lord, my goodness, who? Who sculpts these things? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing I don't understand why uh, Heroclix don't, kids don't try to get into Japan because uh, they love sculptures, they love comic books. Sure, they like blind box miniatures. I've seen like millions of like blind bag things in Jap- Japan. Oh, yeah. Like every time I go, I'm like, this is so perfect for Heroclix. Rant yeah, aside, I, I don't get why they don't. Yeah, maybe the English, but besides that. Okie dokie, let's move on to uh, something that we need to talk about because I'm a little bit excited about it. But um, Next episode is going to be the official ranking up ceremony for our Patreon. So this is your last chance to get stuff in for the next month uh, on our Patreon. Dial H works off of the value for value model. So our goal is to entertain you guys and gals. So if you feel like that we give you value in your life, consider showing us some love and leveling up your heroic rank. Uh, so you can earn your heroic titles. Uh, don't forget that your names and titles appear in the show notes for the months that you contribute to the community as you are a producer of the podcast. Uh, you can also, we will start linking the PayPal into all of the show notes. Uh, we have di- we have decals for sale. Those are six bucks a piece. So if you want to uh, PayPal us money and give us a, an address, I've already got multiple of those sent out. As previously mentioned in the episode, we will send you a decal. I found out that it is only a dollar fifteen to mail something internationally. So I'm I was pretty excited about that because I thought it was going to be way more expensive. Well, so, it depends on the weight. Uh, no, no, it's pretty much international for an envelope. It's oh, like a yeah, dollar yeah. fifteen. So that's fantastic. Everything oh, nice. else, yeah, that's going to rely on weight. Because uh, I, I walked into walked into the post office expecting to spend like ten dollars to send a decal to the United Kingdom, and the guy's like, "All right, that'll be." I, I sent two of them. The guy, the guy's like, "That'll be uh, two dollars and some change," and I was like, "What? Yes, this is awesome." Well, remember, you can send a C mail and it'd be cheaper too. This, I'll ask you later. Um, <laughs> but C-mail. you can, uh, you can, mm, you can uh, help us out, and uh, we'll keep entertaining you guys and gals. But let's go ahead and move on into the community. There are dozens of us. Dozens. All right, every week we put a Community Tuesdays question up on Twitter, Reddit, and on Facebook. This week's Community question was, what gimmick would you like to see in the next Fast Forces? And then I gave it a few examples, like ID cards and all the stuff that's been previously done before. But let's go ahead and start with you, Malcolm. If, if you had to pick a gimmick for the next Fast Forces, what would you like to just see in it? Uh, basically, rules... Uh... 
rules, a, a decent map, and and where characters can just people can just uh, basically buy and can play right from the start. Yeah. So are you saying that you would get rid of fast forces entirely in in lieu of starter sets, basically? Yeah, more starter sets because that's okay. more more fun. But out with out with the fast forces entirely. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well uh, maybe it. I I do like the theme uh, the uh, theme teams. Yeah, like okay. special theme teams. I like that. Okay. Connor, what about you? So this kind of goes back to the only Fast Forces we ever got, the ID card, or at least I think it was. It was the original Avengers Fast Forces. And I liked it because it came with a Hank Pym ID card, and it also had, you know, an Ant-Man in it. So you could call in Hank Pym. So that's really smart. So I want there to be more Fast Forces like that that kind of actually work in with the point value of it. I don't remember what it was, but for some reason when I wanted to play them and just leave Hank on the sideline, it was a weird point value. So I would like to see more kind of starting lines. So if they do include a gimmick like that, you can play the entire team. More or less, like for Fast Forces, like that's just a little sidetrack because I love getting ID cards and a very easy way to get an ID card is just Fast Forces. That's the one I want. And But what I really want to see in Fast Forces is... Pogs, pog tokens, for like, you know, they used to have those cardboard objects all the time. It would be super easy to do cardboard pogs that you can pop out if a character in the Fast Forces had pogs. I would absolutely yeah. love that. Oh yeah, that's that kind of like how the the Hank Pym box set it, it had those cardboard ant tokens, right? Yeah, it had cardboard ant yeah, tokens, but the the weird the weird, and I, I kind of feel like I gotta play it on here. But uh, downstairs mix-up for that is going to be the fact that those cardboard pogs, they didn't fit in the squares. They were actually bigger than the uh, the squares themselves. Well, that's... It made what? no sense, man. No sense. But huh. Whatever. Yeah, so um, that, that happened in our lives. Uh, briefly, I want to mention real quick because you brought it up. Uh, ID cards. This is just a, a personal collector statement here. I am finally down to 10, and that's all that I need from the Avengers ID cards. I put a thing up on Twitter, a picture of the ones that I still needed, and I'm narrowing it down, man. I'm so excited to have all of them. So Awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I was pretty excited. Um, as far as what I would like to see in a Fast Forces is I think that it would be really cool to have a lot more. Like every Fast Forces – should have, like, some kind of synergetic trait. Uh, to go back to the original Avengers, they all had a synergetic trait. It just wasn't that good of one. Because you had to be adjacent, it, yeah. It was... Yeah, it was adjacency stuff. And, and I, though I have actually used that Fast Forces multiple times, the trait never really came that much in handy. There was never a point where I, it changed the entire course of the game because they were right next to each other. And I think I would like some more crazy stuff like that. Um, just in in other sets, just to make the fast forces really feel like teams. Uh, but let's go over to the Facebook to the community answers, and let's start off there. Absolutely, Jonathan Throckmorton. I hope I said your name right. An ID card would be nice. Hmm. Okay. Critical missive said a raid, by which I mean one powerful character, uh, and then five opposing characters. Wait, hold on. He answered. The last week's community question in this week's community question. 
Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and skip that one. Then. Okay. <laughs> um, let's go to Eric the Red then. I'd like to see a Pog producer with Pogs provided, and the other characters to have traits that revolve around the Pogs, like KO a bystander and modify a selected combat ability of all friendly characters for a turn, or for different bonuses based on the number of Pogs on the map. Also, clicks FX, FX bases. Oh yes, please. Yeah. What? Why did they drop that? Too good. Uh, we're, we're still trying to figure that out. I'll phone that in as soon as I figure out. As soon as uh, WizKids, who loves to contact us directly. Oh, yeah. Um, as soon as they get a hold of me, you know, because they have me on speed dial, I'll let you guys know. Uh, Chris Capron on the Facebook. What if instead of a group or team of different figures, it was really just one amazing masterwork sculpt, almost like a title character, but had a bunch of different dials that you could apply via switch clicks? Also, could also include and add objects and effects bases. Uh, they work amazingly well for like Deadpool or Batman, you know, or the you know the unpopular ones. Show them some love. They could also allow us to vote on the sculpt. So I like what you're saying, but it does just a little bit defeat the purpose of the fast forces. That being, uh, if you buy it, you get a team, as opposed to buying a thing, you get just one character. I, I, I like what you're going for here. I don't know if it hits the realm of fast forces. Yeah. yeah. Basically, maybe the switch mechanic with that, but yeah, that would. Hey, get... I would say I would say that if the name is Fast Forces, then there is not going to be a faster force than one figure. Ooh, <laughs> unless it's the Flash. This, I choose this one. <laughs> no, with your bad jokes, You're, you got the dad hey. jokes. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Enrageous on Twitter uh, said, I still like the idea of normal Fast Forces, but with a mystery hidden random figure or ID card. I think that would be cool. I would be all for that. And well, just change it up a re- bit so that not every one of them is the same. Uh, if I remember right, though, I did not get the ritual uh, 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 Infinite Crisis set, but the third set, uh, they showed only seven of the eight figure and the eighth one is was always a random change one. So maybe uh, huh. do uh, do like a, they have three different uh, random figures and you don't know which one the, that last one will be. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. El Emilio, I'm going to say Guitarez, and I guarantee that's wrong, but that's what I'm going with. I love Marvel Knights Fast Forces for the exact reasons that they all shared a theme in healing on different triggers. A cool extension of that gimmick could be a Fast Forces that comes to the map, and all the figures interact with that specific map in different ways. You know, for instance, and I'm going to read off a couple of these, because uh, he kind of goes on for a while, uh, no offense, but for instance, they made a Superior Foes of Spider-Man Fast Forces with Boomerang, Shocker, Beetle, Overdrive, you know, all those, all those people, and a Dormammu cardboard cutout, which I absolutely love, because uh, this guy could be anyone. He could be Dormammu. Uh, and each character would have a trait that triggers a different effect when in the orange squares on the map. You know, like Boomerang could get, you know, Energy Explosion gets a plus one, you know, since those squares are where he keeps his exploding boomerangs. And you could also say that it's different, you know, stuff for every person, right? Shocker can use Pen Blast and increase damage. Speed, Speed Demon can use Flare or Hypersonic or something only when in the orange squares. That'd be very cool. And really, you know, map is important. It's never seemed super important, though. Uh, like a game changer, but this would actually be an insanely important way of, you know, getting map, especially if it's for this specific Fast Forces. And he basically said, uh, too long, didn't read, but I read it, because I love you. It'd be cool if Fast Forces came with maps, and the figs interacted with the map. 
Okay. Uh, man, that's a lot of stuff to unpack, but yeah, I, I really like where that was going. Yeah. Uh, we got we got an answer from Citizen Collectible said several one an army builder with ste- several generics. Oh Dude, yes, I, please. I think that would be really cool if they made a generics fast forces. There, I guarantee you that would sell. Yeah, like for it, example, depending on what it was, but yeah, yes. like for example, Nick Fury and a bunch of different agents. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be fine. Uh, but if it were a generic Fast Forces and you couldn't get those generics in the sets normally, like mm. the, that it would be associated with, then you'd have people that would be out there like, well, I want a lot of these, so I'm going to buy two or three of these Fast Forces or something like that. So, Oh, yeah. I guess yeah. uh, that would be interesting. Uh, number two is a Fast Forces with a vehicle, like the 80s Avengers roster with Black Knight's Atomic Steed. I think that'd be really cool, and we've definitely never gotten a vehicle before in a Fast Forces. Yeah, but so which could probably raise the price. Oh yeah, uh, before too long, all of the Fast Forces are going to be like forty-five dollars a piece. Don't say that, please, so. Chris. Uh. <laughs> and number three is since there are apparently no more MCU gravity feeds and MCU Fast Forces. Man, with Infinity so fresh in my mind, I think that they should just make an entire set. Yeah, see, that's all I can think about, especially with Infinity War. Like, I would kill, like, Chase Thanos and, like, some cool Wakandans, Captain America, Iron Man, you know, a, a Spider-Man would be great. A, I know people want, like, an MC Doctor Strange, since we do have Ant-Man and everybody else. Anyways, ah, I'd love it. Uh, Alicaster, Ronnie Veland, Alicaster, on the Facebook. Boss Battle Fast Forces, one very large figure, it's like a 900 plus, you know, and five figures that add up to that. Map dice tokens and rules for a scenario. That would be oh, awesome. Oh man, gives like five two hundred ish points characters in the Fast Forces. That'd be pretty dumb. They'd have to make multiple starting lines. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just so you can play with other stuff. Uh, we have an answer from Tiemu, our man from Finland. I'd like to see something that makes the figures themselves stand out more, as just sculpt reuse of the main set ones. Maybe make. <laughs> Maybe make the starters dials overall just better, so it's not just the good one figure in the pack. No, that yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, no. We uh, as a not official at all in any way, shape, or form official spokesperson of WizKids, uh, we like to make one figure that is good. So you buy that one figure, and the rest of it is garbage. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Actually, the last few have been not at all that. I, I can't say that they've been meta. Like back in the day with Chaos War and Scarlet Witch, and some of you know what I'm talking about there. But... The Mighty Four uh, Fast Forces was trying to be that way with Hulk, but, you know. Yeah, but, I mean, the rest of the characters were actually pretty Yeah, except Hercules, but, yeah, everybody else is pretty good. Um, and, I mean, the Marvel Knights Fast Forces was really good. Oh, that good. was amazing. The, Very well the, the Harley Quinn one was pretty playable. I, didn't, I wasn't going to buy it, but oh, no. I know some people out there were like, oh, okay, these are all pretty playable. Not great, but playable. I forget Harley Quinn had a Fast Forces, to be completely honest with you. Uh, Tyler Mirren, I really like the idea of scenario packs. However, uh, that might bring the cost way up. Yeah, scenario packs were around $20, and you got, like, two figures. It was, it was mm. weird. But anyway, so he was thinking of sticking special objects is the way to go, especially ones like the weapon drop. You know, that way it feels like something more than just a hammer and 
you know, you could do new versions of the Lantern Batteries, that'd be sweet, or even the Infinity Gauntlet. It would keep the power level down, but also feel thematic as long as the object goes with the figure inside. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know, obviously this is not an English name, but I think his name is Buns. Buns, maybe? Not really your, sure, your but... Your guess uh, is mine. <laughs> I, I like it. He just said ID cards. How many ID cards are we talking here? Is just one enough for you, or are we talking like, we need three or four, it's 17. Every what figure. if they made a Fast Forces? What if they made a Fast Forces that was nothing but ID cards? Oh. <laughs> Depending on what they were in the call-ins, those would sell like hotcakes. <laughs> like, I feel and like they'd have to name it something juice, different. Juice. It would basically be like those little, like, you know, those munchkin card packs, where it's like three or yeah. four cards. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. Like, it's, it's, it's not going to be a Fast Forces. You can't play with just ID cards. No. But if you released a pack that had, like, five of them in it, right? Yeah. And sold it for, like, $10. I know that that cost WizKids probably, like, 30 cents to manufacture. So you're talking, like, some pretty good markup there for you guys. They could, they could totally bring the ID card game in like that. And if they made, like, a random ID cards, too, they, which WizKids would definitely do. Uh, that could get messy fast. <laughs> like um, booster packs? Basically, ID card only booster <laughs> packs. Oh, Even man. more random stuff you gotta buy. Uh, Aries Edge. I want a Fast Forces to have nothing to do with the set it comes out with. So like if it's a Batman animated series, I want a Justice League Dark Fast Forces. Mostly because it's still waiting on my darn swamp thing to be ID card, you pricks. Ooh, 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 Aries. So down. I, uh, I, I don't understand why they've always needed to make the Fast Forces based off of this set either, because you could always just go back. Now, granted, that's going to be six new sculpts instead of just Wait. reusing the sculpts that you were going to use in the regular sets themselves, but... Wait, you mean... I mean he's absolutely to, right. We have to spend money to do new sculpts? Whiskers would never do that. <laughs> whoa, whoa! We don't appreciate that kind of sarcasm here in the Dial H for Hero Click Studio. All right, just J.K. Uh, you're absolutely right. Um, did you have one caller? Yep, David Herberger. I want. Oh, are you out for uh, Twitter? Sorry, Chris. Oh no, I'm not. Did I, I just forgot to? Yeah, you didn't, didn't say it. Come on, yeah. No, I said buns. Was that before or after Ares? Ah, you know, I don't even know. Um, David Herberger. Whatever. I want my Batman animated series to have a Batman that actually says the lines. I, I like where this guy's going. Uh, and it must be a voice by Kevin Conroy himself. I am vengeance. I am the knight. <laughs> I am Batman. So, yeah. A Just little, get a voice box. A little voice box with your Batman figure. Maybe you push him down and he says voice line. <laughs> <laughs> like a click top? Yeah. You push him down. I am the knight. Yeah, you are. <laughs> All right. Now, we have an answer from Little Plastic Superheroes. Little Plastic Superheroes actually just ranked up in the middle of the month. So he's no longer going to be Little Plastic Superheroes. We will give you an official ranking up ceremony at the beginning of the month. Uh, but I believe he is going to be a vigilante. I think a vigilante is what he's going to be. So he says another possessor would be nice. Not her, not sure who they would use, though. That's a good idea because we, we don't actually have possessors, really, anymore. Like, no one After even this rotation, thank goodness. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. we've never had a possessor inside of a Fast Forces. Uh, just curious. 
uh, after rotation, who's left for possessors? No one, and that's what I like to see. <laughs> bye, guys, bye. Our last two possessors were both in Superman and Wonder Woman, and those are using the old card style. So after this rotation, there are going to be no possessors. Okay. Um, Matt Hall well, on the Facebook. I'd love to see them advertise more like uh, Magic Gatherings dual decks. See, I, I have no idea what he's talking about. We're going to keep going with it. Six characters, one hero team, one villain team, 300 points each. That way, both teams are synergistic through unifying trait, but not complex to play. Throw in a QR code on the back of your box or an online PDF of the rules and pack. Maybe include a map for like an extra five bucks. Okay. You know? Okay. I, I see what he says. It's not just um, it's not just Yu-Gi-Oh that does that either. Magic does it. Pokemon does it. They just release a, a thing that has one price point and it has two. Basically, you're supposed to sit down with a friend, buy it together and sit down with a friend and kind of learn the game together. And, and that's what I did with my brother. So there, a lot of people might do that. I could see that happening. Nice. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind... Like, being like, hey, you know, we can play a game, but you have to buy a bunch of random boosters, or I could just buy this starter pack. Like, I like what he's saying here. Yeah. Okay, uh, the last answer that I have on Twitter is going to be from Superman. Superman. Oh, yeah, you're Superman, too. Superfan, Vigilante, Seth Aaron, whose Twitter name this week is It's Free Real Estate, uh, said, uh, I like the synergetic <laughs> I like the synergetic traits that they've been kind of doing, Generation X, Marvel Knights. Throwing an ID that could help with the fast forces would be cool too, or even throwing in some type of object like with the superior foes in Mighty Thor. And don't forget um, Batman, the one with the weapon draw. Oh, for sure. Uh, I like uh, yeah, it. No, I'm all for it, man. I would really like more objects because we all thought that they were going to be like, oh my god, Thor's coming out, so many objects. Yeah, except for you can't buy the set anywhere. Every place is sold and out. And now, of it, so... you know, they haven't made a set with objects since Thor, so I wouldn't mind getting some more objects and starter packs at least. I hope that they do a DC set. Oh, I... with items for sure. Yeah. You know, the sad thing is, like this Batman set is gonna for sure have ID cards, more than likely. So they probably won't do objects in it. So when, whatever DC sets coming out after that, I want some objects. I want some kryptonite, you know, I want some Blue Beetle BB guns, like, you know, something crazy. Green Lantern rings, I want I want DC objects. Hmm. Oh, and just to go off Seth Aaron's name, real quick. I actually saw that, and I'm like, you know what? I posted some memes on the Facebook, I should make a free real estate meme. So thank you, Seth Aaron, for uh, reminding me to do so, pretty much. Yeah. Alright, what else we got on Facebook? Uh, we got Alan John Wilkinson. Team base, Revenge of the Switch Flick Spaces, would require all the oh. figures in the Fast Forces to belong to the same team, of course. He wants team bases back, the absolute madman, oh my gosh. <laughs> no, 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 why? Actually, they are one of the only things in the game that kept the damage depletion modifier, so. Yeah, I mean, I guess they could. If nothing else, team bases look really sweet sitting around your house when they're full, obviously. An empty team base is just really sad looking. Yeah. You know, this is really, you know what's really sad? Every time I go to over to my brother's, he's got all of his like team bases up. He's a big X-Men fan. He's got like the full Justice League and a full like 
two of the X-Men. He's still missing Warlock from the New Mutants, and every time I'm over there, I notice it, and I'm like, man, I'm so sorry. You'll probably never complete that team base. That Warlock was so cool. Uh. Yeah, right. Now, we do have some answer. By some, I mean like 20 answers on uh, Reddit, and I am not going to go through these, so I have hand-chosen a couple of them that I wanted to cover, and then past that, we'll just finish out on the Facebook. So uh, the one that the one of them that I wanted to cover is actually from my brother, who decided to get on and answer. Uh, he said six figures of Jamie Madrox, all oh, the exact yeah. same. <laughs> I would I would buy that in a heartbeat. Wow. Six of the exact same figure. I'm okay with that. Um, someone Bentley eighty two responded. One of them has to be evil, which is. Uh, of a storyline thing, so. Well, and one must be dying. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, I saw, like, one panel of that comic where he's like, yo, let me out of the door, or whatever. He, like, t- made a version of himself, and he's like, man, why do we even exist? I'm like, hey, don't get depressed on me now, dude. Let me out of the room. Like, this is hilarious. Thank you. Thank you, Peter David, once again. Just want to shout out to you. You're awesome. <laughs> All right, do you want to rattle through the rest of them, or you want me to finish up Facebook so you can just? Uh, um, last last <coughs> one I want to cover on uh, Reddit is going to be the best answer that I got on Reddit because of the just complete uniqueness of it and uh, the uh, creativity of it. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this name. Why Yules Cools? <laughs> so cool, something I don't know. Uh, TMNT Ninja Mask Equipment. Gives them stealth and shape change. No line of fire can be drawn to this miniature from characters outside of four squares away when they have no action tokens. And then he explained why. Uh, Ninjas are famous for hiding in plain sight. Uh, the next one is an item called Pizza Delivery. And it gives them, it's an equipment that gives plus one defense because no one wants to ruin a good pizza. So ah. you don't want, you, you don't want to hit the character because you're like kind of pulling your punches because you don't want to ruin the pizza. Um, <laughs> Pizza, pizza delivery starts with five slice tokens. Free action. Remove one slice token and choose one. Plus one to one stat. And in parentheses, he says, feels so good. Oh, wow. Uh, g- give an action token to an adjacent opponent miniature. Uh, parentheses, do you want a slice two? And then last one is, heal one click to, th- to this or another adjacent friendly character. Uh, it didn't go into some flavor text there, but I, I just like the idea of an equipment of a pizza box. <laughs> I think that was really funny. That's pretty I awesome. really liked the, the absurdity of it. And, um, oh man, there was, I lied. There was one more that I wanted to talk about because it was directly rate, related to the, uh, turtles. And we haven't gotten to talk about turtles a lot recently because of infinity. Uh, old man Hallett said, uh, let's see. Next fast forces would be turtles. Something gimmicky like an, quote, insert quarter to continue trait to represent the arcade-style turtles. Something like every 25 additional points you give to your build allows you to resurrect characters with that trait that uh, however many times on a certain – or a certain amount of times. Um, So basically what I got out of this, what I imagined was what he meant is like for every 25 points that you add to the character cost, you could basically start them back at line one in your starting area as if they are just, like, respawning. I like that a lot. That's awesome. 
I, I thought that was so cool. That's super flavorful. And just because I wanted to hear some stuff about turtles this week. So that's all I've got on Reddit. All I want to read off for Reddit. So you keep going. Awesome. Then we will finish off with Citizen Christian Bogan. I think it would be awesome to have Fast Forces set from the animated Batman series set based on the Almost Got Him episode. The episode in which all the Batman villains talk about how they almost got the Batman. They could have special traits. He goes into, say, all of the uh, special traits. I'm just going to read the flavor. Uh, got at least a couple of favorite ones. Poison Ivy is like power, generate exploding pumpkin bombs. You know, Penguin is once per game, generate four hummingbird bystanders that can deal penetrating damage. Charge blades, you know, two-faced, double power action, and generate a big penny heavy object. Joker, <laughs> uh, smoke cloud and in-cap at no cost. And Killer Croc, once per game, generate a big rock heavy object that deals penetrating damage. And that's just kind of like the gist of all of them. And I thought that was really cool. If you want to read it all, go check out his comment. There is quite a lot there, and it's it's fun. I quite like it. I think it would be cool if the gigantic penny object had the ability to make a quake attack because that thing is always falling over in Batman comics. Beautiful. Love it. Like, anytime, anytime somebody invades the super secret Batcave, which is apparently all the time because every villain knows where it is, um, uh, it, they always knock over the penny. It always comes crashing down and everybody has to, like, run out of the way of the penny. <laughs> And yeah, that's in that's in like many of the animated stuff as well. Is it just falling over? I think that would be fun. So awesome. Oh, that's the last answer on the community. That is indeed. Okay. Um, last thing I I wanted to say in uh, that portion of the community. I like turtles. I, I just forgot to play that earlier. I wanted to play it. It makes me happy. Uh. Um, as far as birthdays this week, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I want got... to wrap community really quick. Slow down, Chris. Oh, Slow what? Down. Uh, I just I didn't want to announce the dial design. Uh, just the two people that got the highest score in round one, and then I wanted to talk about the next assignments for the coming week in dial design. So really quick, me and Chris graded everybody's scores. Amazing dials, everybody. I do want to tell uh, one thing that was kind of cool was who tied for. It's not really first yet because it is just the first round, but in the first round. Uh, Reno Khan and Eviscerator tied at 17 points each, which is pretty good. And the assignment for next week, because of the absolute insane weather, at least here in where I'm from, it snowed uh, basically up until last week, and then it was hot and it was snowed and then hot and it got snowed again. And now I'm pretty sure it's going to stay hot and be summer. I don't really know. But because of the insane weather, your assignment is to make someone that has weather manipulation powers or kind of uses like elements as their thing, like their fire is their thing, or water, something like that. Not like Aquaman, who can just be underwater, but like someone who actually uses water to attack, or Earth to attack, so, stuff like, like that. like Mera, not Aquaman. Pretty much. Like, you know, Aquakinesis, okay. things like that. So, basically, any weather manipulation powers, this is also not going to be limited to just comic books. If you want to make an Avatar Last Airbender, or whatever, all that fun stuff, go for it. Cool. Sounds like a really sweet dial design, and I am looking forward to seeing all those. Uh, let's get on to the birthday. I got a message from Citizen Michael Miller that said he actually had such a good time on his birthday that he forgot to write in and tell us that it was his birthday. So official happy birthday, Arabian birthday from Dial H. Happy Happy birthday to you. 
All right. How about we ask Mr. Malcolm, man yes. from Japan, is there anything else you would like to say before we log you off, man? Well, since I'm here, I might as well do my section, and uh, I'll ask a, a quick question. Yeah, sure. Got the music? Well, I wasn't ready for this. I can play your music. Hold on. Hold on. Here you go. You caught me off guard, man. I wasn't ready for that. Sorry. What's, what's the question? Yeah, you, well, you know that uh, I like the J part uh, music better, but uh, I did find that funny. Okay, uh, question. Uh, out of all the different sculpt, uh, class of figures, what is your personal favorite of all time? Not of just all time? All that time. Is, that's such a good question. That is such a good question. Okay, so... I've mentioned multiple times, I will say that I absolutely love my Galactus. I love looking at it. However, I don't think that that's probably the best sculpt of all time. Um, every single time I look at this one, and though it's not the best stats-wise, every time I look at this sculpt, it fills me with joy because I know that they ripped it directly from the comic book. It's a storyline that I love very much. They did a fantastic job on the sculpt. It is beautiful. And every time I look over at my Colossals and I see it, I really love looking at it. And that's going to be the Serpent from Fear Itself. Uh, it's just gorgeous. That's my answer. Nice. I'm going to have to say, because A, it's ginormous. It is too much plastic to even be on the Heroclix board. It, it strikes fear into the hearts of men and just... Every time I see that thing sitting across from me, normally in a ginormous points game, I, I almost wet myself a little bit, and that's got to go to the Colossus Spectre. It's a beautiful sculpt, and it's terrifying. Oh, man. I've never gotten the privilege to play against that, but I really want to. <sighs> it, is, it, is, it is fun and scary, and, like, it's a rush. Okay, quick trivia question. Do you remember which is the first Colossus figure from Heroclix? The very first Colossal ever? Yes. It was a Sentinel, right? Uh, mm, is it Sinestro? I'm, it's either Sinestro or Sentinel. It's Sentinel. Yeah, I, I, like believe it, I, believe, I believe it's uh, Sinestro the Sentinel, but I have to look. I forgot to double check. I just. I uh, really didn't like really. that Sentinel because he was like on one toe and then solid that, on one well, foot. Well, mine broke. Oh, he, he broke off crazy yeah. easy. Yeah, my my broke off and I glued on and it looked like the foot was melting onto the platform <laughs> yeah. of the house. Yeah. On. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, actually, you know what? I just I looked it up. Infinity Challenge, number S zero one is the Sentinel, and it came out in uh, May of two thousand and two. Hypertime, Hypertime, Sinestro, what came out in September of 2002. So it is, in fact, the Sentinel. Nice. That is crazy. Good good job, Calder. You didn't even play back then. Were you even alive back then? Yeah, it was a what? Oh, my God. <laughs> Dear Lord, You're man. just really young, man. Enjoy I... it while you can. <laughs> All right, man. Well... That has been another episode of Dial H for Hero Clicks. Uh, make sure you check us out on Facebook. Uh, just search for Dial H for Hero Clicks. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Dial H for Hero Clicks. That is the number four. Uh, you can get on there and check out our daily comic book trivia that I like to post for just added things to get you guys through your week. Or you can send us an email at Dial H for Hero Clicks at gmail.com. 
So that's all I got. Um, thank you very much, Malcolm, for all of what you have been in this community. And uh, to keep sending in those questions, thank you for coming on to the podcast. You're welcome, and thank you for having me on. Uh, uh, in Japanese, domo uh, aligato for thank you, and sayonara, uh, goodbye to everyone. I will end it with Mr. Obato, because that's all I know in Japanese. And I do want to thank you, Malcolm, so much for coming on. It has been a pleasure having you. You're welcome. And I will read us out. As a reminder, Dolly for Your Cook is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest HeroClick singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Bye, guys. Happy trails. Bye, Dara. Mine's